I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Because one thing everybody has learned by now is that the Republicans occupying the White House and running the U.S. Senate are not interested in progress. They're interested in power. They've shown themselves willing to kick millions off their health insurance and eliminate pre-existing condition protections for millions more, even in the middle of this public health crisis, even as they're willing to spend a trillion dollars on tax cuts for the wealthy. They've given polluters unlimited power to poison our air and our water and denied the science of climate change, just as they denied the science of pandemics. Repeatedly, they've disregarded American principles of rule of law and voting rights, transparency, basic norms that previous administrations observed regardless of party, principles that are the bedrock of our democracy. So our country's future hangs on this election, and it won't be easy. The other side has a massive war chest. The other side has a propaganda network with little regard for the truth. On the other hand, pandemics have a way of cutting through a noise and spin to remind us of what is real and what is important. This crisis has reminded us that government matters. It's reminded us that good government matters. That facts and science matter. That the rule of law matters. That having leaders who are informed and honest and seek to bring people together rather than drive them apart, those kind of leaders matter. In other words, elections matter. Right now, we need Americans of goodwill to unite in a great awakening against a politics that too often has been characterized by corruption, carelessness, self-dealing, disinformation, ignorance, and just plain meanness. And to change that, we need Americans of all political stripes to get involved in our politics and our public life like never before. For those of us who believe in building a more just, more generous, more democratic America, where everybody has a fair shot at opportunity, for those of us who believe in a government that cares about the many and not just the few, for those of us who love this country and are willing to do our part to make sure it lives up to its highest ideals, now's the time to fight for what we believe in. So join us. Join Joe. Go to JoeBiden.com right now. Make a plan for how you are going to get involved. Keep taking care of yourself and your families and each other. Keep believing in the possibilities of a better world. And I will see you on the campaign trail as soon as I can. Thanks. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Out Tips Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. And we're live on a Tuesday, right? Mm-hmm. I Monday. Think so. Monday. All the days are the same, guys. Oh. Tuesday. It's a day. 
what's today tuesday I tuesday let's go with tuesday all right <laughs> i'm calling it karen we're gonna call today tuesday i invented it just now <laughs> thank you tuesday because two of us um but yeah you, <laughs> uh welcome to the show all the days blend together when you don't leave the house they do uh but um yeah you can find us on itunes stitcher Podomatic, search the black guy who tips leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport football. and bullet ball extreme and uh yeah that opening thing was not me reading the book as you guys can tell my voice hasn't changed that much it was uh the uh forever president the real president uh the last president (laughs) uh um, it was barack obama um and that was his full-throated endorsement of joe biden and that endorsement is actually 10 minutes long i only played the last like three minutes Mm. um in the first you know and he goes like through like look this is what all joe biden's been through um this you know this is a very tough campaign very tough primary uh bernie sanders you know he's a one of a kind person as well uh push about joe to the limit uh but now it's time to get these fuck-ass republicans out of office so you know and i think that's why he reserved his endorsement until the end mm-hmm. um because i think he was going to endorse anyone anybody. who won i think anybody anybody who won was getting this 10 minutes mm-hmm. but he endorsed the fuck out of body like it was like and i think if it would have been bernie they would he would have got 10 minutes assuming that he wanted it you know and i'm uh you know the problem with bernie is if he would have won the point with the campaign he ran he wouldn't have probably wanted barack obama to endorse him too much Mm-mm. but um you know that like that shit was uh that shit was hot fire um now i do wonder for all the where's obama we need him to speak up as if any of us doubt how he feels about this administration as if he's somehow the magical whisperer to america that he'll he'll be the one to let people know the danger of trump like mm-hmm. like if anything the opposite will happen because i think when he speaks out about trump it just inflames the people that support trump harder and mm-hmm. then all the people that are super liberal and already don't like barack obama they just they just get you know jealous and petty and stupid about it and you should shut the fuck up you know that kind of shit Mm -hmm. you gave speeches to wall street those motherfuckers like so it's like this this magical effect that y'all think is gonna happen it's not gonna happen the fact that we have trump right now is literally a reaction to having a black president yes it is um and and a black president that was one of the most palpable versions of black you can be in america and they still had this racist ass let's take it back the country reaction to it so um i do appreciate him saying something but i it wasn't needed for me like i'm already motivated and i uh, you know with the people i'm thinking of won't be motivated the ones who are like i'm not voting i don't give a fuck they're not gonna be motivated by this but i'm it definitely motivated me and i love to hear his um you know i love to hear that he is kind of in this with us as far as like yo this shit is crazy i see it too you know try to they go low we go high and all that shit but these motherfuckers are some grifters like look you know these they're 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 suppressing votes they're like just making it plain like these motherfuckers are just trying to destroy what democracy is Mm -hmm. and the only way to defeat that is for good people to come together of all political stripes like like he said it can't just be just democrats or just you know libertarians just privileged people even republicans everyone needs to fight this shit or else it's going to get worse um i love how he brought up also like and the pandemic is cutting through the bullshit 
because like all them little like privileged points of view of how we gonna change this that and the other and and the trump shit is okay and i'll be well then maybe we need four more years and that shit is like uh motherfuckers dying and you see what happens when you have a government that don't care mm-hmm. yeah what happened when you have a government that uh is not actually a government that, right. that's actually a uh we'll take your taxes we'll federally tax you we'll take all your money but uh yes yeah, states you're on your own yeah the kind of government that hates like government you can't put those people in charge you know so yeah man shout out to barack obama man it was uh good to hear an actual president speak for the first time in a long time yeah i it's like i said this is the first time i've heard that i'm glad that he spoke out but for me he didn't have to and for and i'm gonna tell you right now it is a privilege that he spoke because he didn't have to say a motherfucking thing because he's a civilian so he don't got to speak on shit you don't even got to know how he feels well he already told you you know what i mean mm-hmm. like that's the thing he already told you in 2016 and if you pay attention to the work he's been doing he's been telling you all this time too but people act like you know he's a pokemon you just call on him throw him out of a ball and then he fucking fixes the situation by just talking and it's like no you have to do your part as americans and vote this shit out yeah yeah you 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 have to and uh the the thing is it's up to the individual person to make that choice and that decision and you know a lot of the people out that are crying they need to look at their family members and talk to them but they don't want to do that work they want somebody else to magically come aboard and cause this change in their quote-unquote hearts but that's not his job that's your job the wisconsin primary results came in and uh, of course uh joe biden stomped bernie sanders 63 percent to 32 percent um but more importantly they won that court race good um trump back trump back wisconsin supreme court justice fails to falls to liberal challenger um and yeah this this is really the fucking point those people went out and risked their lives to make that happen mm-hmm, it wasn't they- about joe biden and bernie sanders joe biden already had this in the bag and quite obviously bernie sanders is gonna lose was gonna lose before any of this shit happened there was no comeback in the making it was over but right people that's what democracy is about i hate and i hate hate what those people had to go through right i hate it you know what i mean but they wouldn't have to go through that if that if they already would have had that supreme court uh you know state supreme court seat as a democrat they wouldn't have had to go through that you know what i mean these elections matter nor the all cycle elections the elections before this whenever those judges get their seats and shit mm-hmm. all this shit matters you know and i know that he's not a repo they don't have like designation for judges as republican or democrat but conservative judges decided that y'all have to go and vote in the middle of a pandemic they won't extend any they won't move the primary and they won't extend the date for mail-in like these people want you to feel like death because they like if you're scared of death you're scared of leaving your house it suppresses the vote without us having to do anything extra right and hopefully less people voting means better for us what does this say when people say when republicans know that less people voting is better for them and then there's people that claim to be liberal and tell you not to vote it's crazy it, it does it's crazy they don't make any sense no it does not and, and, it's, and it's counter uh productive because when they do these polls and they ask a lot of these questions most americans kind of all across the board want the same thing 
and the republicans are almost anti what the people actually want if you ask most people across the country even if it's a little bit most people want some form of regulations on guns you know most people want you know certain things but well i mean maybe i it's like it's not even about to me the necessarily the unifying like issues of the electorate like that like not everybody's liberal not everybody's progressive there's gonna be some states where people really do just want guns and they don't give a fuck yes you know what i mean but the but but the the apathy isn't helping you know what i mean like what that like like there's something you want that you definitely won't get from republicans agreed whoever you are there's something and sitting on your ass ain't gonna help that's not gonna make it happen no faster none of us have sat around and been like man republicans really made life better for me in the last four years right because history if you've been around long enough to see multiple elections over your lifetime even before you were old enough to vote you've seen how it without fail every time a republican has come into office military spending has gone up wasteful spending has gone up they want to deregulate everything they want to defund everything they want to lower taxes and we get in debt it happens every single solitary time you know what else we don't see at this point in time and we haven't seen it for four years no one republican democrat no one in in america calls on george w bush to speak out against trump come on nobody it's so crazy it's crazy right like we don't expect shit from them like we really don't we don't expect nothing from republicans even if they uh claim that they're not down with trump that this is a he's stolen that party they will tow that line megan mccain will tow that line like it doesn't matter how terrible this man is it's specifically to her family she still will find a way to be like well at the end of the day i'm more with him than i am with these democrats so this is what it is you know and it's kind of interesting that it always falls to well barack obama can talk to him it's like they don't listen to him either you know so this Mm -hmm. is interesting and and also you know who else they don't call on bill clinton so for me it's Mm -hmm. it's for the fact that it's a nigger so you just want to put a nigger up there like like you said like a pokemon like a go out there and do our work go out there and be our mule and 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 go out there and talk to these people but no they're not demanding any other president in the history that's still alive to do this bill clinton's still alive don't nobody gotta say shit right just barack obama he the only one gotta gotta come out the pokeball and address this shit um <laughs> anyway then there's no reading rainbow music obviously today Mm-mm. um because uh that was just straight ether um i guess it is um time for uh coronavirus news um john trying to pick a song yeah i'm looking through here i don't i don't know none of these white people songs this is what's so bad about this list i'm about to say ain't no black it is some but i'm going i've been going through them karen okay i'm trying to scroll till i find some um okay i found one here's a black one you know us ain't ain't, ain't no dat on the list (laughs) can't touch this well i was in middle school can't touch this oh 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 can't touch this oh 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 my 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 music hit me so hard makes me say touch this yeah that's how we living and you know can't touch this 
look in my eyes, man. You can't touch this. You know, let me bust the funky lyrics. Touch this. Fresh new kicks and bands. You got it like that. Now you know you want that's right you can't touch this let's get to the coronavirus news oprah set special on COVID 19th impact on black america come on Oprah. you know she hate black people karen she just whatever she don't care about us uh oprah talks COVID 19 the daily impact on black america for free on apple tv plus the event will air on streaming services at 11 p.m eastern standard time with a spotlight on the event airing on own the same day conversation will include political pundit cnn host and reform alliance ceo van jones chicago mayor Lori lightfoot she's gonna be telling y'all stay in the house uh american oh is that that woman i've been seeing that meme going around that they've been fucking hilarious yeah them memes of Lori lightfoot are, uh, everything. are amazing um, american medical association chief health equity officer dr aletha maybank uh new york times journalist and founder of 1619 project nicole hannah jones and a special performance by jennifer hudson uh yeah you know jennifer Hudson gonna make everybody cry yo the thing that i think is amazing about this though is um she makes sure to get people from all walks and include medical professionals i've seen a few like everyone having panels now pop up there's a lot of like we gonna have killer mike ja rule i'm like nigga what no not that's this ain't the time Mm-mm. like this I is need, not the time i need professionals i need people with phds and a whole bunch of letters that i don't know what they mean behind their names like we don't need this kind of we need people that, that actually work in this field that Come on, experts you know that know something about the disease and the epidemics um let's see uh strippers who cannot dance in clubs are turning to instagram virtual strip clubs to make a living come on i didn't know this they got virtual strip clubs yeah it's kind of interesting though because like you can't get naked on instagram supposedly Mm -mm. so i know OnlyFans kind of already has something for this um but yeah what happens i've been seeing like rappers and djs go live and they play music and then they share their screen and they invite like a stripper on and they'll put like that cash app link uh like you know in the bottom of the screen and be like you know hit my cash app and they'll like twerk or dance on strip on stripper poles in their rooms and stuff oh, behind them mm-hmm. okay not behind them it's it's just like the beat battles oh they're not in the same location okay. the dj's in one location and the stripper is in a different one okay i'm with you i'm with you um but yeah man so that's what they've been having to do man these pop-up shows mm-hmm. enterprising man technology <laughs> bringing people together mm-hmm. and uh you know people will get creative on ways to get to their money uh popular names such as p diddy's 26 year old son justin dior combs and 28 year old former professional basketball player justin leboy have been keeping followers entertained by hosting the racy virtual pop-up strip club together on the instagram live feeds rapper lanes also hosts his now infamous quarantine radio on ig which usually features plenty of twerking it's become larger than life it started out with us going live together turning this crazy thing people ask me every night if the live is going on justin combs of his show with justin leboy leboy and combs live feed had also drawn a notable amount of viewers as well as some famous guests including the weekend meet me yg and shaquille o'neal among others the respectfully justin show as laboy's ig stream is now called was birth when he decided to recreate a club type atmosphere during a board night on social media live streaming i was like man i need a demon to call up 
Laboy recalls um i said where my demons at immediately women began to request to be guests on the stream as he accepted the woman's request he then started pinning the dancers cash app usernames to the top of the feed so that his followers could send the money as the women bear it all uh now Laboy markets the show across his social media platforms using the now signature hashtag respectfully since instagram prohibits explicit content even recently disabling tory lane's account for nudity laboy is sure to create a new instagram handle for each event he then uses twitter to announce the page's new name along with the date and time of the virtual peep show damn yo black people are so fucking innovative <laughs> like, like, like instagram's like this is not what our platform is for he's like well it's it's what it's for <laughs> who, who cares okay then guys quarantine I, club one time quarantine club two okay let's go that's the new site we're going to number two tonight uh i was like hold up we can't be doing this for free some girls are dancing twerking taking it all off Laboy is then joined by justin combs before kicking back and beginning the stream as he enjoys a glass of red wine which has sparked memes across social media come on red wine i've never seen a page set get thirty thousand followers in an hour justin combs said he's doing stuff that i haven't seen anyone do since most bars and strip clubs are forced to close due to the coronavirus outbreak thousands of bottle service girls dancers and bartenders have been left without a job women who participated have earned thousands of dollars from cash app tips says alexis a dancer from atlanta who says she's made about eighteen thousand dollars total from dancing on instagram live that's what i'm talking about he had his red wine did he have crocs on too uh i don't know i didn't know that was a red wine the crocs is a thing or something uh, say, 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 you pimping, you might as well put your Crocs on with your red wine. Pimps wearing Crocs? Mm-hmm. You sure you're not talking about gators? Gators, crocodile shoes? Cro- cro- crocs and gators are <laughs> completely different shoes, Karen. Oh, my bad. One is for the pores and the other uh, is for the players. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I did not know. <laughs> I was like, shit, they both from Gators, Alligators, so they all Crocs. I never thought about that before. The difference between Crocs and Gators is a completely, it's a one eight, it's a 180 from each other. <laughs> I couldn't tell a crocodile from an alligator in real life, but. Oh, me either, my, my me either, my dad, um, uh, well, not my biology daddy, but my, but the, the dude I called daddy, he used to wear Crocs. I couldn't tell the difference. Crocodile, Gators, they all look the same. Yeah, I don't think that, croc i don't think crocs are that anymore can crocs are oh. these rubber shoes that have holes in them oh but, i'm not talking about them crocs that's no. what crocs are now yeah. oh no 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 i'm I, old y'all. alligators is is the 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 slick like pimp shoe <laughs> yeah, yeah yes my bad when i said crocs i wasn't talking about them old them rubbery shoes with the hook ones on the back i wouldn't talk about them them type of shoes yeah yeah so Mm-mm it's a little different now in that's my old woman speak i'm sorry y'all mm, no problem I, you just lost me for a sec i was like the fuck this red wine and crocs had to do with each other it's <laughs> <laughs> like a ghetto <laughs> fabulous night right there red wine and rubber shoes the fuck you talking about carrie no i'm talking about like crocodile shoes uh dr anthony uh fauci says that tuesday the, said on tuesday the u.s is probably not ready to reopen the economy Mm-mm. on a proposed timeline outlined by donald trump and of course uh it's been real bad because he also said if we would have acted earlier we could have prevented a lot of these deaths and then donald yes. trump retweeted something on twitter from the oan network which is the one american news network or something like that they're the um they're like the fox news they're like fox news is to the left of, of oan oh. like like they're like these motherfuckers is too liberal at fox news oh oh 
Fox News like, oh, we a little, little, little no, yeah. no, we ain't that far right. We don't listen to that socialist uh, Fox <laughs> News programming. Laura Ingram needs to step it up. So they're like a low budget, but more right Fox News. And they said something about how Dr. Fauci needs to be fired for saying that. And Donald Trump retweeted it. And now, uh, today he, uh, Fauci came out not to be deterred and was like, yeah, so, um, Donald Trump's timeline to start the economy, we're not even close to doing that. Nope. Nope. We're not. And, and I, and I believe him. Uh, truth be told, it's going to be a few more months, uh, before we even consider actually slowly opening it back up. Like, you know the numbers go up and down they're all over the place but like i said easter just passed and you have thousands of people that just went to church so you have like a two week to a month period and in certain places numbers going to spike back up again so it's one of those things where he's like no 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 you still have people that that until you get it where put like this everybody's so focused on the big states new york city and all these other states but that number's going down not turning funny i don't live there i don't live there so yeah, their numbers going down there, but it does not mean the numbers going down where I live. Like, like I don't know. It's a disconnect for people. Well, even numbers going down is kind of a. It's it's not the people think it's just like a straight line, and it's not going to be like that. Mm-mm. You know, it's like the numbers going down. People are still dying. Right. People are still getting infected. You know, the rate of infection is going down. The numbers aren't truly like you know like you hope that we'll get to a point where less and less people die of this and less and less people contracted correct all that stuff but yeah this is and it's only because we're doing social distancing already so if it wasn't for that the numbers would just climb right back up and that's going to continue to be that way because of the gestation period of this disease being from four to uh up to two weeks of you having it and not knowing it uh being pre-symptomatic you can be three to four days of being pre-symptomatic and contagious to people around you like there's so many there's so many little nuances to this that there's never going to be a time where we can feel completely safe until nobody fucking um has it now if everyone could stay in the house and it was really possible to do that and only literally essential workers could would be out the house then sure it would work but it's that's not gonna happen it's a pipe dream you know yeah and and a lot of it is like i've i've come to this it like you said and i believe this everybody is learning on the fly as as it progresses and as they learn more and as they get more information they're kind of slowly informing people in your habits and what you're doing changes based on this information so it's one of the things that uh the general public not trying to find a lot of people they not made for that they not made for trickling and this constant change and not knowing and, and it makes a lot of people panic when a lot of people that deal with this go oh this is something that happens all the time we don't have a vaccine so until we get a vaccine these are the things that you need to do once we get a vaccine you know we can do things around this and because we have a incompetent uh incompetent people in office we would have been prepared we could have tested people in mass we could have had true numbers we could we could have done more and and they could have had more statistics more stats and all that stuff so now they're only having numbers on people that tested positive that's and you actually also showing signs by then right so so yeah we'll see what happens man um 
but uh the other thing about this that i noticed um you don't see people talk about this part too much but he had dr fauci had to walk back his comments about the whole if we would have acted earlier we would have saved lives but that's right it's true but he's dealing with a a uh, immoral and anti-factual president and he can be fired by this president he serves at the will of this president so even though he's the smartest person and everyone's patting him on the back he's one comment one day one temper tantrum away from trump being like yeah fuck him i'm gonna put a crony in this in his place that will come out and lie to the american people the way that the black surgeon general does like they're just gonna say what i want them to say and they will serve at my pleasure and the american people will know even less of what to do to protect themselves even fucking less i can't even imagine if that man wasn't there i can't even imagine the the fucking chaos it would be with nobody really even knowing what the fuck to do yeah remember i still watched one of them where trump went up and i mean yeah trump said something about chloroquine and then fauci went when it was his turn to talk he was like yeah that chloroquine shit we it's not real yet we need to test it we need clinical trials it may not really pan out and then trump interrupted him went back to the podium before fauci was done speaking and was like you know well he you know we disagree on some things it's okay you know he has he feels his way i feel my way like you know this is what he has to deal with on his job and it's a shame on the american people that we put someone in in office that uh this man will have to deal with that during a fucking pandemic literally he's trying to save lives and the other guy's trying to save face (laughs) right right um an african-american drug company announced possible treatment for coronavirus a georgia-based pharmaceutical company is advancing uh the development of an antiviral drug that they claim may potentially fight coronavirus cases and which would be more easier easily administered to patients suffering with the disease according to bet darnisha harrison founder and ceo of inaid therapeutics one of the first african-american women to start a major drug company announced that the company filed a patent and are seeking fda approval uh scientists working there created a drug called enu 200 that could treat as much as 80 percent of asymptomatic mild to moderate COVID 19 infections our science strongly suggests that enu 200 a repurposed drug with a well-established clinical and safety profile has the potential to be a broad solution to avoid the COVID 19 pandemic unlike other COVID 19 drugs in development which must be administered via injection or intravenously under the care of a physician enu 200 can be administered orally thus enabling in-home treatment for COVID 19 infections Mm. enu 200 had already been approved by the u.s fda uh for a different purpose and is no longer prescribed but scientific modeling shows that it can deliver antiviral activity to proteins that make up COVID 19 uh officials at enad uh therapeutics say they are hoping the fda will fast track the drug through its emergency process to run a clinical trial of patients before bringing it to market harrison told baton rouge uh news station wbrz that she is anticipating the clinical trials could start as soon as 90 days away the clinical trial itself could take a month we feel we're quite optimistic that in a 120 day window when our clinical material would be ready we could have a drug that could be safe and effective for treating COVID 19. i'm glad i'm glad but we will see because mm-hmm. trump is so fucking incompetent mm-hmm. that I could see him not approving it or disapproving it or either taking credit and say that he created it. Mm-hmm. Um, because the thing is, if he's not making any money off of it, if it's not profiting him, 
he's not going to want to deal with it yeah um and i feel you on that as well um i think you guys um i mean it's a black woman that's doing this right um which you know i think a lot of people like that's a good thing um you know black women gonna save us all that stuff i think it's a little early to get our hopes up for it but you know they sound optimistic you know but you just never know people felt that way about that chloroquine shit and there's other stuff in the works too that that could happen but um i think for me uh they're gonna like me they ain't gonna like me I'll be getting to the money. Everybody, man. Think I'm getting too much money. Everybody, man. Same old nigga from the block. Same old nigga with the block. Same old nigga from the job. Everybody hated on the Danny Brown's right back. Yeah, I can't support it. Um, I don't want a black woman making a whole lot of money off of the sickness that is affecting black people, even if it works. Smart. Even if it works and it can help people with mild cases and asymptomatic cases. Listen here. I rather, I rather she not have it. I don't want to die. Make a vaccine. If it works, let's go. It's not a vaccine. It's a medicine you take orally, like a cold medicine uh so you don't even see this is one of the problems with black entrepreneurs y'all don't even listen when they talk y'all it just immediately matter. start y'all just immediately start it oh it's the great i don't need no details i'm nope. just gonna Mm-mm. don't need no details you still gonna need to be in the house even if this drug exists karen don't need no details so i'm y'all just you know they i'll this, be in the house popping pills then this ain't a cure this sounds to me more like a remedy that's a cold medicine okay so they won't save save you the cure okay they're not gonna sell you that they're gonna serve you this shit okay so well, i don't think so black woman it sounds like your pocket is gonna be bigger at the black expense and yes, i'm sick of these black capitalists yes, yes, capitalizing on yes, the community yes let, let, let's go because what the fuck we got now nothing and i'd rather just we can stay in the house that's what we got no stay in the house okay mm-mm, mm-mm. i think we all well, are you jealous agree. outside outside making more money than you now listen she not gonna join big pharma okay i'm not gonna be looking up at the people the white people in the opioid family and how they getting money and see a black face next to it not in my america black ah! people can just stay broke and poor nope even when they can do stuff like save mm-mm, lives mm-mm, i'm sorry mm-mm. but i can't agree with it karen mm-mm. i 100 agree make your money well i've spoken uh <laughs> kanye kanye west cancels his appearance on joel osteen's easter sunday service over safety concerns wow you scared of the rona too i guess so that we found a one time kanye was like actually guys i Mm-mm. uh somebody I'm got a hold it was like this. this shit is real my nigga mm-hmm. as much as y'all talk about kim and them i hope somebody from the kardashian family was like don't you do that yeah uh his 100 plus member choir had plans to wear face masks and take appropriate social distancing positions but kanye decided that even with the precautions in place it didn't feel safe enough for the choir members that were involved right i appreciate him coming to his senses on that definitely would have been would not have wanted to see that especially especially in my opinion i'm not a scientist guys but it seemed like that six foot distance shit would be different with niggas singing that that and it's similar to what janelle said you're going to be performing which means people are going to be breathing in your direction (laughs) 
yeah well yeah but it's also probably gonna go more than six feet yeah and, because people are singing yeah and then also like you know what it's not gonna be fans and stuff in there it sounded like it was just gonna be like a virtual performance right this this it's okay not to do this you know what i mean so kanye uh you know i guess kanye said i ain't that crazy fuck that come on so i guess that's kind of good news that is um pollution drops 30 percent in the northeastern and uh northeastern u.s amid coronavirus restrictions good people can breathe there again yeah apparently um temporarily until we get i back mean can they track. breathe air if they inside i don't know at least the air's uh, uh cleaner okay not as much small you can see through there uh apple and google bring covid19 contact tracing to three billion people um yeah apple inc and google unveiled a rare partnership to add technology to their smartphone platforms that will alert users that they've come into contact with a person with covid19 people must opt into the system but it has the potential to monitor about a third of the world's population the technology known as contract contact tracing is designed to curb the spread of the novel coronavirus by telling users they should quarantine or isolate themselves after contact with an infected individuals the silicon valley rivals said on friday that they are building the technology into their ios and android operating systems in two steps in mid-may the companies will add the ability for iphones and android phones to wirelessly exchange anonymous information via apps run by public health authorities the companies will also release frameworks for public health apps to manage the functionality this means that if a user tests positive for covid19 and adds that data to their public health app users who they come into contact with in the close proximity with over the previous several days will be notified of their contact this pre this period could be 14 days but health agencies can set the time range the second step takes longer in the coming months both companies will add the technology directly into their operating system so this contact tracing software works without having to download an app users must opt in but this approach means many more people will be included apple's ios and google's android have about three billion users between them over a third of the world's population the pandemic has killed more than a hundred thousand and infected 1.63 million people governments have ordered millions to stay home sending the global economy into a vicious tailspin pressure is building to relax these measures and get world the world back to work contact tracing is a key part of this because it can help authorities contain a potential resurgence of the virus as some as people resume regular activities mm, i understand the, the purpose of it but because this these things uh aren't going to be um what are the, is the government going to step in is are there any regulations on this what are they going to keep what are they not going to keep is somebody going to hack into it and steal the shit if somebody gets an alert all of a sudden they're going to be looking around accusing everybody around them of having the coronavirus because people are getting stupid on this shit so it's one of those things for me i i, I understand but i'm like nah i'm i'm good you know i'm good on this i i would rather people just old-fashioned just get testing and all that shit like it's supposed to be done and use those numbers apple and google stressed on friday that their system preserves users privacy consent is required and location data is not collected the technology also won't notify users who they come into contact with or where that happened the company said they can't see this data either and noted the whole system can be shut down when needed that's what you tell me but i don't believe you this is like batman at the end of the dark knight when he told lucius fox to put his name into that system that tapped everybody's phones and computers and shit at the same time 
like like he's just like listen i gotta burn the forest down we doing this or not yeah i i I don't believe you because it's always something it's always something gonna do this and then five years from now they're gonna be like somebody hacked and put all this information on the black market i'm good my nigga aside from privacy and trust concerns challenges include the availability of widespread and free testing to complement the app as well as access to mobile phones and other wireless devices according to american civil liberty union we must be realistic that such contact tracing methods are likely to exclude many vulnerable members of society who lack access to technology and are already being disproportionately impacted by the pandemic said jennifer granick at the aclu surveillance and Cybersecurity council in a statement um i'm just happy to see apple and google coming together you know it's like finally mr span could chill the hell out you know <laughs> like look we squashed the beef for you <laughs> calm down <laughs> maybe we can both get the same updates at the same time now right now give us your health information we know you got that corona um <laughs> yeah i don't know man i'm gonna be honest with it I, it doesn't seem the the issue for me seems like if they don't have testing widespread testing i don't know how anything's gonna work correct you know i'm not you know like i'm not as worried about my data privacy shit i know that's a big thing for most people and i'm not trying to act like it's no big deal but it doesn't bother me in the way that it bothers a lot of people you know i like when i log into facebook and it's like remember that shirt you was looking at and i'm like oh yeah i love that shirt um that's not the thing that bothers me the shit that bothers me would be like the parent the mass paranoia that would happen from you just getting an alert like mm-hmm. you was in contact with somebody with coronavirus it's like i don't know where the fuck that was when this happened right how to avoid it you know that kind of shit um and you know when are we gonna get to the point where it's like don't go to this store it's got coronavirus you know like it's so it's just a little it's like i don't know it just feels like a little too uh it's like it'll be more more damaged than good if it if honestly if it, if it was something especially with you being able to opt into it right. if it was something that we could opt into i'm not sure i wouldn't opt in if i thought it had a chance of protecting me but this doesn't really seem preventative um and it doesn't really seem like it's a like science you know no, it's like we we are tracking people okay I'm up, you're tracking me anyway i don't yeah. see the point of extra tracking yeah so maybe if we had some type of fucking like testing it just seemed like the real answer to all this is gonna be we need more tests agreed and until then there's nothing else anybody could do and i'm like you i could see mass panic i could see people getting these alerts and all of a sudden the doctor's office is going crazy particularly if it's somewhere hundreds or possibly thousands of people getting alert that they was in the surrounding uh, mm. of somebody and all of a sudden you have floods of people well, i got I, the coronavirus well i'm more worried than than that about people that do stuff like um i've only been around one person this week and this motherfucker gave me coronavirus or something like that you know or you know people trying to get revenge on motherfuckers mm-hmm. if they can figure out who it is like they, you right. gave me coronavirus you knew you had coronavirus and now you, you let me come down your house or some shit so mm-hmm. i don't know man it just seemed like not necessarily it just doesn't seem fully fleshed out and it also just seemed like one of those powers that you can't like they're like it could be turned off at any time and it could be turned on and it could be used for something else that's my whole point you collecting information and info we've been through this so many i probably don't know how how many times my information been sold and resold and sold again i'm good uh we have a surplus of chicken wings in america now because coronavirus because it shut down all the sporting events oh that's uh, right everybody everybody got stocked up ready for ready for the wings to sell out 
right and so and they now, was like no wings is just sitting around froze waiting for somebody to eat them and uh i feel like it's my turn okay guys it's my time to shine in the corona apocalypse this is my superpower all right y'all <laughs> i was born in the ranch sauce Come molded on. by it y'all merely adopted it um paris bans daytime out- outdoor exercise oh shit yep authorities so don't exercise at night or not at all uh the new rules are enforced between 10 and night uh i guess 10 a.m and 7 p.m local time and coming to effect on wednesday the death toll in france has risen above 10,000, the fourth highest figure in after italy spain and the u.s the toll in french hospitals not counting care homes was 607 for the past 24 hours the total now is 10,328 a rise of 16 percent compared with the monday total however the latest data for care homes is not complete uh paris uh paris mayor and hidalgo and the chief of police said the new jogging rules will make people exercise when the streets are generally at their quietest yeah and a lot of people won't go out one they won't do it at night yeah um that was one thing i thought about too was like if like because i notice in the morning i don't see many people Mm-mm. around then so if you're gonna go for a while it just needs to be like probably early in the morning or later on at night um well around here the people do walk late at night though ah. um our neighbors do i don't know if it's like a custom uh like a cultural thing but the indian people around here walk at night they do though i realize so, that um but yeah so that was uh you know and i talked about it yesterday but you know the uh covid19 when it comes to like exercise it just spreads further with people's you know exercise so you're breathing hard right it can go you know the, the the distance that it spreads is 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 longer and therefore all the you know the wisdom of six feet kind of goes out the window because you know it doesn't really you can't really just depend on that uh anymore um plus people kind of leave like a trail behind them Mm -hmm. whichever direction they're going so um yeah so it says in a lot of countries walking biking jogging are welcome activities in these times of COVID 19 however it's important to note that you need to avoid each other's slipstream when doing these activities this comes out as a result of a study by ku levin uh which is in belgium and this other place in netherlands the typical social distancing rule which many countries apply between one to two meters seems effective when you are standing still inside or outside with low wind um oh i didn't think about wind yeah if you're standing still inside or even outside with low wind but when you go for a walk run or bike ride you better be more careful when people run when people when someone during a run breathes sneezes or coughs those particles stay behind in the air the person running behind you in the so-called slipstream goes through this cloud of droplets the researchers uh came to this conclusion by simulating the occurrence of saliva particles of a person during movement walking and running uh and this from different positions next to each other diagonally behind each other and directly behind each other normally this type of modeling is used to improve the performance level of athletes as stay as as uh stay in each other's airstream is very effective but when looking at COVID 19 the recommendation is to stay out of the slipstream according to research hmm. the results of this test are, yes why do you want to stay in this wind resistance have- so if i'm in a race if i'm running behind you you're taking up a lot of the the impact from the wind 
um and it actually makes it easier for me and it helps me run faster and if i want to pass you they do this in nascar too if i want to pass you it gives me a little bit more of a boost to to pass you because uh my car hasn't had to work as hard as yours ah uh racers they do this in biking when they do teams of biking Mm -hmm. they do that you'll see them form a line and strongest person normally up front and then the people behind them benefit from the fact that they're up front taking most of the win um so yeah um uh the result of the tests are made visible in a number of animations and visuals the cloud of droplets left behind by a person is clearly visible people who sneeze or cough spread droplets with a bigger force but also people who just breathe will leave particles behind the red dots on the image represent the biggest people part just of- breathe <laughs> well yeah you breathe when you're running yes and the harder you breathe the more it spreads i'm assuming yeah okay so even if you're just breathing the you know droplets are spreading you know that's why i saw somebody being like you know uh you know y'all are panicking this thing isn't airborne blah 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 and it's like well technically it's 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 not and it can't like live in the air by itself but it does exist on droplets now you want to be careful about that because then some people be like well it's not airborne so i'm good it's like well no if 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 someone sneezes and that kind of stuff you can catch it but also asymptomatic people can give it to you without sneezing they can just be talking to you Mm -hmm. so you know like that's why you have to do social distancing and shit it's like it's actually real that um you know you can get it without someone sneezing or coughing or having any symptoms um so these create the high the red dots image present the biggest particles these create the highest chance of contamination but also fall down faster but when running through the cloud they still can land on your clothing um out of the simulations it appears that social distancing plays less of a role for two people in a low wind environment when running walking next to each other the droplets land behind the duo when you are positioned diagonally behind each other the risk is also smaller to catch the droplets of the lead runner the risk of contamination is biggest when people are just right are just behind each other in each other's slipstream on the basis of these results the scientists advise that for walking the distance of people moving in the same direction in one line should be at least four to five meters for running and slow biking it should be 10 meters for hard biking or at least 20 meters so this doesn't mean that you can't exercise i just want people to understand what the study is saying it doesn't mean you can't exercise it doesn't mean if you go for a walk you can get fucking coronavirus it's not how it works (laughs) but it's like keep your distance from people don't walk behind people too close so if somebody's walking ahead of you on a on a path or something you're not gonna want to like get up on them and pass them in the same line as them like maybe you want to go around them or something uh maybe you want to just you know maintain your like okay they walking a little slow i'm just gonna walk a little slow then i'm not gonna go all out because apparently the closer you are right on someone's back is the chances of you getting it they didn't say much about people going the opposite direction but i would imagine it's kind of the same thing which is you know uh i mean you want to maintain your distance or whatever either way you know but i'm sure the droplets behind them will drop out of the air with enough time this is definitely information i'll be taking into account it also puts in perspective the closing of busy parks perhaps the better way is just running in the street on your own or at least with sufficient distance stay safe yep so just want to let people know man uh landlord changes the locks on a california church after the pastor said he would continue the whole service he said the hell you will y'all told me landlords is bad but that's not pretty good to me he said not on my property hashtag not all landlords 
he out here trying to save lives i want a coronavirus free building mm-hmm. he's like listen man i don't i don't care if the rent uh i don't care if you got the rent money or not close this shit down right i don't want nobody because I, I guess the person that's like i will feel bad if somebody caught it because you won't shut this shit down right so um yeah uh oh i see someone in the chat said uh the study wasn't peer-reviewed so they're taking it with a grain of salt i, I feel I, like i said i don't i'm not a scientist so i don't know what the things is i know it was uh the Nether, the netherlands and somewhere else that did the study like it wasn't here for sure and i know with this amount of how fast things are happening and the amount of precautions people want you to take that maybe they are skipping steps to get ship like maybe it would take another month to get a peer review but by then everybody be dead because they kept going through the track right. and running and shit so we just trying to help fam uh but yeah this landlord changed the changed the locks man shout out to him he'd be like praise the lord at the house yeah the, the pastor's brother said he wasn't thrilled with the, the religious uh get the fuck out of here what, dude, guess like what? the lack of religious liberties and freedoms like you shut up you're renting you don't own the building i'm sorry to inform you when you don't own the building i have the right to change the locks right um it's not like he changed the locks because a resident couldn't pay the money or some mm-hmm. shit you know like come on now uh <laughs> let's see um, i'm not pleased with it ha- have service at your house no you don't want to have service at your house oh what do i the government will help churches pay pastor salaries no a development that could challenge the constitution's prohibition of any law respecting an establishment of religion the federal government will soon provide money directly to u.s churches to help them pay pastor salaries and utility bills no a key part of the two trillion uh economic relief legislation enacted last month includes about 350 billion for small business administration to extend loans to small businesses facing financial difficulties as a result of the coronavirus shutdown orders churches and other faith-based organizations are among the businesses that do qualify for aid under the program if they have uh, even if they have an exclusively religious orientation now it sounds like they'll get loans not direct money okay so, so it's, that's one it's something that they would have to pay back that's one thing two it doesn't sound like they're discriminating between what kind of faith so you know even so people that's it? excited about this um that's you know like conservative people that would be excited like yeah pay for this church dude we need to take care of pastors i wonder how they would feel if they knew that the muslim cleric was also getting and the ame zion and the baptist right. and yeah this this is a little bit of everybody mm-hmm um, at least it's even across the board but it's still one of those things till it's like you know everybody goes separation of church and state until you don't want to separate it yeah i'm a little conflicted about this one because i feel like whatever it takes to keep these motherfuckers in at home is yeah. good and i think if you a lot of the pastors and churches are profit motivated that's true it's a lot you know it's a lot of how we gonna pay the rent how i'm gonna pay my bills and because they get their money from everybody else's money they want to hold church and yeah you can call us say it's a religious thing if you want to y'all already know i don't really do all that so you know y'all feel free to but religion or no religion um you can die from this shit and so when we make the dislike is an incentive for the other people to go to work because of their bills 
you think it's not an incentive for a pastor to go to work for his bills the ferrari not gonna pay for itself okay Mm-mm. now your bins might be sitting in the in the garage this month but the bill's still coming so i can see Damn. why the pastor would be like well if i can get away with it i'm a whole church so, and so if the government giving them a loan is gonna keep their ass from holding church i'm actually with it okay now from that perspective i agree yeah just no no we, we you know because the truth be told particularly when you talk about smaller churches they might not have the ability to do uh virtual churches and things like that right you know, so. most of your larger churches have the ability so i'm like y'all y- y'all just need to st- live stream yeah just something man you gotta keep these motherfuckers out of church it's the one pl- it's one of the places you know people was talking about spring break and shit but you know a lot of christians feel like you know we're gonna like we can we can make it through this we the blood of jesus and stuff and we can't have that type of nonsensical anti-science shit happening during this pandemic you just can't everybody gotta stay home and if it's if a bribe is gonna keep a pastor at home i, I would bribe his ass if i was the government after walkouts amazon pledges temperature checks and masks in all warehouses which is something they should already do their business is actually ticked up because everybody's yeah it's weird to ship masks and gloves and temperature uh uh gauges while (laughs) not Not using them (laughs) not having them you can fucking afford it amazon uh um so yeah they're gonna be doing that so i mean it's good because uh that walkout worked yeah that person lost their job but guess what conditions got better and people got paid uh let's see pittsburgh scientists say coronavirus vaccine could be fast-tracked after key animal testing a potential vaccine against the novel coronavirus causing the COVID 19 outbreak has been created in the university pittsburgh lab researchers say the first phase of human clinical trials which would include healthy volunteers in the pittsburgh area could start in the coming months scientists at the university of pittsburgh school of medicine announced thursday that the vaccine when tested in mice produces antibodies specific to the coronavirus sars cov2 which uh could be enough to fight out the virus testing the vaccine in mice doesn't guarantee efficacy in humans uh we're ready to initiate the clinical trials as soon as we're able to meet the necessary requirements said dr lewis fallow um professor and chair of the dermatology at of dermatology at pitts school of medicine and upmc um and making the announcement follow, uh, follow invoke pitts own jonas salk the medical pioneer whose team developed the world's first effective polio vaccine in 1955 the vaccine findings are part of the first peer-reviewed study describing a potential vaccine according to the pitt researchers <coughs> the paper uh, appeared in ebo magazine what ebo medicine on thursday which is published by the lancet one of the oldest peer-reviewed medical journals while human testing typically requires at least a year fallow said pitt is working with federal agents to speed up the process um so we'll see we will um so yeah some good news mixed in with some of the bad news today mm-hmm uh all right let's get out of this segment i mean because there's always more of this shit guys always more it's a never-ending black hole yeah um let me see yeah i was gonna see it uh there's some short ones uh kentucky church packed for easter service and then cops had to show up in the parking lot they was waiting on them and some local person had thrown nails in the parking lot 
to to flatten the tires of cars and to get people to to not come and uh they the, they the police found the people sweeping up the nails so they could still have church on easter <gasps> yep and they had to give people citations and shit i saw locally in north carolina there was a thing where people are starting this thing was like hashtag reopen north carolina and they was gathering and violating the rules and they had signs in the protest and the police was out there and shit and uh, it was mostly white people it seemed but this shit is crazy man like i don't know that it's 50 percent but it's close to 50 percent of at least the voting populace in this country they're anti-science you know they believe this shit that republicans tell them and you know that's why i I never i'll never listen to liberal people that talk about how liberal the country is it's not like you just don't either don't know history or you cherry pick history but if you look at the whole context of america it's not a liberal country at all it's a very conservative country that people had to fight tooth and nail to get a little bit of shit from yeah because the the governor here just extended our stay at home to like may sometime in may people are highly upset about that uh and my thing is i've come to the conclusion that people are self-centered and they want to do what they want to do and they and be damned the consequences that's a lot of this is just just selfishness and self-centeredness and not caring yep they had to uh give dr fauci more security because half of this country is fucking that's that's this country too these people out here he making trump look bad he lying about coronavirus and i want to hurt him uh and then the saddest news of course of uh of all the coronavirus news the ufc has finally waved the the white flag (sighs) there will be no kumite guys um I know we talked about this on Balls Esports, but uh Dana White, who is the UFC, like the man who runs it. Yeah, he's gonna do he that Allen. He was gonna get a secret Allen that he was gonna buy and host his own Kumite, like the end of the dragon mm-hmm. and uh, or blood sport if you will, whichever you're into. And um he finally saw reason and said, I canceled all of our events they're on hold indefinitely because of the pandemic mm. yeah it's real sad news for for me you know because <laughs> i i was totally into this idea i think he was the only one out of the group um it was it could have been it could have been so good y'all okay i think we was all you know they could have filmed a reality show there we would have got that oh it would have been a mess we got that one black man you will tell me who else Mr. Han, suddenly i like to leave your island. It is not possible. Bullshit, Mr. Handman. Man, you come right out of a comic book. What you gonna do when you lose? I'll be too busy looking good anyway um that's coronavirus for today guys see what else is happening in the news it's got to be other things um uh oh wait i should probably move this to clear the list okay cool 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 um oh if you stay up late reading scary news there's a word for that it's called doom scrolling oh they got a word for it yeah a lot of people guilty of that 
mm-hmm says life under lockdown a lot of people have been uh staying on social media just looking at these articles and you know all this all this stuff uh is uh basically um uh just sitting around reading all the negative shit that happens every day mm-hmm. yes yeah you, you, pe- people need to turn their minds off a lot of a lot of the um anxiety a lot of the depression a lot of the sadness a lot of the the um people's minds not shutting off a lot of the uh, not being able to sleep Mm-hmm. Uh, being short with kids is just that constant scrolling. You're always on. You're always reading. You're always reading, and it gets bad and bad and bad and bad and bad and worse and worse and worse and bad and bad. It's not healthy. You have mm-hmm. to tap out at some period of time. Not that you don't want to be informed. You can't tap completely out, but you need to take it in 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 smaller doses. Yeah. So you gotta be careful with the doom scrolling, man. Um, it keeps keeps you up late it does you know hard to sleep it definitely mm-hmm. darkens your mood it does it does and it affects everything around you more than you think it is it's almost like and if you do too much of it, it's a heaviness that'll sit on you and people can feel your heaviness like your mood to change mm-hmm. you become uh very pessimistic you you know you like i said you get sad you get depressed you know um and who knows where it might go particularly if if you're battling with forms of mental illness you might have thoughts of suicide like people you don't never know where that feeling with like somebody said hopelessness mm-hmm. you know you don't know where that will take you so you know you have to do it in bits and pieces and realize uh what your limit is because every is not everybody has a different limit on how much of this they consume some people can consume a lot some people can consume a little bit and some people are like i'll just tap out and i okay i see y'all but then i'm gonna go do something else yeah i think also like this is not a problem that's going to solve itself overnight right and it's not the kind of thing that every new piece of information is valuable Mm -hmm. um and a lot of the information that's happening is people you know death right so you know for some shit there's just nothing you can find in it there's nothing you know uh you know this person died that person died and this person got sick and that person got sick like it's not a lot of uh oh no useful information there other than just being sad right and you know it's human nature to want to control and for a lot of people for the first time they realize this is some shit that they can't control because the coronavirus don't give a fuck about your control well you never could control any of it to be honest right even when you could go outside bad shit was happening all the time it's an illusion that's what i'm saying it's an illusion and and people's bubbles have got popped and realized that i can't control this Mm mm-hmm raven simone and keely williams made up on instagram live after years of not speaking to each other due to drama from the cheetah girls mm-hmm. on thursday simone went live on instagram inviting williams to join the chat to discuss what led to them not speaking since the cheetah girls too and what caused simone to opt out of doing the third and final film of the franchise during their conversation that's why we never got a cheetah girls trilogy wow during that conversation the duo came to realization that williams was being messy in her younger years because of you i get to talk to you and heal a wound from that time period when we were younger that i probably wouldn't get to do if i were if i didn't misunderstand if i didn't understand that you know what you like to shake shit up raven said i'm a fire starter for sure it's a quiet taste williams responded the conversation then dove deeper into their issues as williams asked simone why exactly she chose not to participate in the third installment of the series especially since at the time they had become a real group making music and touring around the world 
the clickish way that there was during the movie made me feel excluded from my original team raven responded not that it was uh strong but if i felt excluded williams also joked that the third film didn't do as well as the first two films because simone was no longer involved simone then began to share that williams made her mad once when she told raven that she auditioned for the cosby show and didn't get the part like she did but the two put it all on the table and were able to apologize to one another for any pain they may have caused each other i would never try to hurt you on purpose keely said well i appreciate that sweetheart i release any pain towards you that i have i cancel clear and delete it says simone uh simone then suggested to williams to make up with their former best friend and group mate a girl group and girl group 3lw and cheetah girls adrian bayline a byline right byline um <clears throat> you got to talk to adrian dude raven suggested when asked why she had to be the one to reach out to bayline a byline sorry simone responded because you're the firecracker no she didn't come to my dad's funeral or call me when he died i'm sorry i'm not trying to be messy i'm real. i'm being for real with you williams answer you can say what you want about me and how you feel about me but you can't ever say that i didn't ride for adrian i didn't do anything simone then helped calm williams down that she knows he was getting to get upset saying that though byline wasn't there when she needed her most it doesn't mean the two may not still have a connection simone explained to williams how her own best friend didn't even invite her to her wedding when she when the friend met her husband through her but i still talk to her because history that we have for one another is so thick uh she knows a part of you that nobody else knows simone explained but y'all prideful asses need to calm down take a pill for a second and say i'm pissed at you but let's talk about it uh just like i said with you i'm pissed about it but let's get it out like grown women so that's some good news guys in the corona apocalypse i'm surprised it's not in white people news um you know they are both black women but it should have been in white people news mm-hmm. sorry about that I play us fuck up guys oh no 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 problem um but uh yeah i just thought that was a cool story just because you know it's 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 kind of refreshing to see you know some people work some shit out you know uh i feel like this is a time for reflection for a lot of people too mm-hmm. sitting in the house and a lot of them burn bridges that used to be there you could distract yourself with a bunch of other shits like right. now this shit is glaring that this person i used to call or check on all the time but they used to check on me we not in each other's lives no more probably over some bullshit or some petty shit in a lot of cases and you know i think with social media and our throwaway culture like there's a lot of people being thrown out before the expiration date <laughs> and uh there's a lot of stuff like this where yeah maybe okay she didn't come to your dad's funeral and stuff but if you haven't talked to this person about it you really don't know what was going on like why phones work both ways like maybe just satisfy your own curiosity and find out what happened to them because they they might be like yo i was on fucking drugs at the time and i was out of my fucking mind and that was when i went to you know rehab or some shit now you sound like an asshole because you was sitting up there assuming that they just sat around playing playstation and said ha 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 fuck your dad or whatever you know so you just never know man um what what people are going through you know i talked to uh you know i talk to bossy all the time and you could in her book she even goes over like there was time with dealing with um being bipolar and stuff she was a kind of a she was a bad friend to somebody and she didn't even know like you know what i mean like she couldn't like she was dealing with something much more pertinent to her life like trying to stay alive right and you know people get in their feelings and i mean they're allowed their feelings but you would think that having that uh 
relevant information may allow you to have a little bit different perspective mm-hmm. on it rather than to be like nah fuck that you know um i mean i would hope people wouldn't just be like man fuck that i don't care that we was best friends you wasn't at my party you know what i'm saying yeah, but, and a lot of that depends on the maturity a lot yeah. of people are not mature when it comes to relationships and i've said this and i will continue to say this a lot of people treat friendships like they did when they were children friendships should evolve evolve but a lot of people friendships don't you talked about it you talked about how people do online Mm-hmm. they'll halfway say shit when and, and instead of going and talking and and dealing with whatever's happening they'll be like well i wish people would check on you you know bah, 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 you ain't no real friend and when you talking about a specific person mm-hmm. like you say i had to tell some of my family members that phones work both ways I, I like my mom i love my mama but a lot of my phones work both ways if you want me you are you can pick up the phone and call me yeah that's, you a, know? that's a big thing for me you know and i and the thing is i'm look i will meet you halfway and i know that's a trait in me that uh not that i'm not it's not necessarily even a good trait you know because it is it, it can be bad and sometimes and sometimes it's good but i meet people halfway i'm not yeah. i'm not the the person that does the like you know fuck you you just said that you got a certain feeling about me and that well fuck you then nigga you just going to need to deal with that shit like nah you know i have conversations and somebody's like hey man you know i feel like we're not hanging out or we're not this that and the other i'm like all right well you know you matter to me so let me see what i can do about this you know right and people's personalities are different too and some people and not in a not in a mean way they just demand more levels of attention Mm -hmm. and sometimes i might not be the friend to give you the attention that you need like some people just need this constant confirmation of attention and love and i'm like nigga i got shit to do Mm -hmm. but go find that friend that does that for you and y'all go over there and be friends right like and everyone's not gonna be best friends but i do think you could clear the air correct um in, in a lot of cases um that people don't i think people don't really think about but um all right let's see what else we got here guys uh let's move into a different segment let's do uh some uh fucking with black people if i can scroll to the top of this uh list real quick uh i don't think we did it yesterday um i think we went straight from clowning in to guess the race or whatever so uh let's do some fucking with black people oh wait just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game that goes all around the globe that makes you find different articles from all over the place and we uh scoring from zero to 20 i mean zero to 100 in intervals 25 for how much we feel fucked with as black people today's contestants are of course everybody um all right see who's fucking with us um uh oh man uh charlotte north carolina mm-hmm. chip ganassi racing has fired their star nascar driver kyle larson after he used the n-word during a virtual race oh not a real race guys like a, like nascar online mm-hmm a virtual race the video game couldn't help so, himself so that mean he probably say nigga in his real card in got fi- fired on his day off 
on your day off my nigga larson was competing in an iRacing event on sunday night when he appeared to lose communication with his spotter and his headset during a check of his microphone larson said you can't hear me and that was followed by the n-word Oh no. <laughs> it was like, Mike check, Mike check this thing on. Niggas. <laughs> nigger. Uh, uh, uh. Nigger, 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 nigger. <laughs> nigger. For a follow nigger. Like, what? <laughs> How do we get here? Why? Why? Right. Why would you do this? Like, it just, it doesn't make any sense, man oh man just out of nowhere we have nothing to do with this shit you know what i mean like we don't we, we barely watch the sport yeah we don't even watch this shit like what what why bring us into this what what could we possibly have to what could possibly be gained by pulling out the old in the dreaded n-word oh man that is just oh boy that is just a that was just a special nascar huh i mean that's a sense of right from wrong they know it's wrong to steal and burn down a cvs and an old person's home i mean come on come on so calling them thugs call just call them niggers just call them niggers I had an audio clip of him saying that. Let me play that real quick. Nigga, 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 nigga. I'm 100% nigga. Nigga, 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 nigga. I'm 200% nigga. Nigga, 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 nigga. Why do police hate niggas? Nigga, 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 nigga. They hate us because our dicks is bigger. Working the that's part of that that's <laughs> senator i'm a house nigga okay they just can't help themselves man he had to say it he was competing in, in the he said that the star driver issued an apology on monday saying there was no excuse don't matter that money that money stopped flowing bro you know how racist you gotta be to get nascar to be like man you gotta go nascar the place where confederate flags is in the parking lot in the motherfucking parking lot like they was like this i'm sorry this too racist <laughs> sir you can't say that okay you can't i mean if you was webbing a flag we could defend your t-shirt yeah. hat the page been there you yes but you, you can't do this he didn't even say it in a cool way like i thought like you know who i thought if i would have put my money i would have lost this money if there was a, a gambling on it if uh if uh if they had opened the betting uh for sports online i would have lost my money because when they said they were gonna have nba players playing 2k against each other i, I said one of them gonna say nigga yes i was like pencil that in some patrick beverly gonna get too intense ah! and be like get yeah, nigga give me that ball or something i'm be like see i would have lost this bet i had i didn't have nascar even on my list nowhere to be found i'm like why would they even be saying it over there and this man said uh, excuse me i will be saying it hold my beer yeah <laughs> 
uh yeah so uh there were there were ramifications for large sponsors mcdonald's credit one bank and fiserv a financial services com- technology company that runs the clover platform that had sponsored him terminated their sponsorship deals oh he fucked up all the money chevrolet suspended his personal services relationship with him larson in his seventh full season racing in nascar's top cup level was in the final year of his contract with chip ganassi racing he was at the top of the list of a crowded free agent field the circuit was suspended four races into the season because of the coronavirus pandemic yo yo you mean seventh and possibly last year dog he was about to get paid and now look at him he gonna have to be fast and furious or something like this could be his backstory in fast and furious eight NASCAR, NASCAR quickly pivoted to racing to create an iRacing league of virtual racing that has engaged viewers and set records for esports television viewership. One of the drives of the platform is that drivers can link into one another on live stream where they banter, argue, make jokes, and discuss racing. Fans can listen to the gaming app uh, Twitch. Uh, Larson used the slur during a Sunday night race against drivers from various series. The event was not part of a NASCAR official series oh man so but just on your day alive. off you couldn't help yourself you couldn't help yourself how bro this isn't even call of duty not that they would be excused but call of duty right. they say nigga like it's oh they say nigga like it's just falling off just just ah! like the way they breathe oxygen is how they say nigga on call of duty but this shit you had to like really want to say nigga real 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 bad uh and my understanding he's like part asian you know still no license to say yeah, it but to me don't matter yeah uh <laughs> drivers in the chat immediately reacted to larson's use of the slur with one instantly alerting them cow you're talking to everyone bud <laughs> he was warning them <laughs> he was like this is not a personal conversation my dude i like that they weren't surprised and shocked by the racism like oh my god they were like Kyle, you're you're on the open line, buddy. Uh, you just you just this is not up. a private line. Like <laughs> everyone on the internet can hear this shit. <laughs> oh man, that oh. that response is hilarious. That response is definitely a white response. Kyle, you're talking to everyone, bud. Let me see something. Now you see now. You done fucked up. You know that, don't you? I see what I'm saying. I, no, I, I thought. So, so, you know what I'm saying? You done I, fucked up. No, you know that, don't you? I, yeah, I'm just, No, you done fucked up, don't you? I, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you done fucked up. Without the tape, they had nothing. Mm-mm, but we got the tape, Pelham. We got the tape. Zero to a hundred, Karen. <laughs> this gets a 75 yeah i think i give it about a yeah that's about right 75 i can't say i'm too fucked with because it's funny and he lost his job right that's why i was mine it's 25 but damn boy well talk about what do you have against employment in a pandemic you play with your money like this in a pandemic who plays like this and how often are you saying this that it that's the word you go to you know like like in the south you know we go to like you know god damn like uh look like which way is uh 7-eleven oh now you see you want to go uh go down to got to uh the goddamn um you want to make so you want to make a right on goddamn what's the name of that, on that 
uh like i can see that but nigger no one freezes <laughs> no one reaches for nigger in a time of Mm-mm. in a time of contemplation nope no one does that that means it's in your vocabulary regularly i know yeah <laughs> as a nigga who says nigga a lot right. let, me tell, you let me tell you something only people that reach for nigga in a in a panic are niggas okay <laughs> come on you can't be you need to be real familiar <laughs> to run to uh mic check mic check one two one two hello can you hear me nigger that's how i'm gonna start mic checking my stuff can now. you hear me my nigga my nigga can you hear me we don't when we guest on podcast they're like we need you to do a mic check i'm just gonna be like uh what two hello can you hear me this thing on nigger nigger <laughs> that's one way to let them know you heard you and they'll be like roger talking to everyone but <laughs> that's one way to tell the the room listening jesus christ what a dumbass surgeon general jerome adams tells black people to lay off the alcohol tobacco and drugs to prevent covid19 deaths do it for your big mama not big mama um <laughs> do it for the big mama that got the bitties got the sugar come on man didn't he say do it for your abuela he was yeah he was the one who said um not to make it political and not to blame trump just like a couple weeks ago and now he's on some but these blacks you can blame them they're dying at higher rates and we know why because <laughs> they can't help themselves despite there being actual studies that say that black people do drugs and drink less than white people um because it's got to be our fault a lot of like nigga you go to jail for that bullshit well not even just you go to jail but i mean it's the healthcare system at some point too it's not right. completely you know like it's a it's a lack of resources and a lack of care that gives worse uh alternatives i mean this is just like uh the like there's towns where the stuff gets polluted like say flint and people go you know these, these black people live in terrible and it's because it's water well there's also a place where it's like fracking and white people are dying from cancer and all this type of shit come too. on that fire it's water not, right it's it's I, I would say the common denominator is not race it's the environment in those situations right, right? and same thing with healthcare alternatives when you have less uh when you have less ability to afford healthcare but also you have less access to healthcare you're gonna have worse healthcare results right it could be as simple as not having a hospital in your area it could be as simple as not having insurance because the kind of jobs that you employ are employed by don't let you work 40 hours a week they're not salary positions they don't come with healthcare. right um things of this nature that that happen and then you have people be like well it's just more that black people are lazy you know oh you live in a food desert and you don't eat uh you know you're not able to make it a whole foods every night and grab something and go yeah you're lazy you just yeah all all, all the grocery stores <clears throat> in your area closed and moved to the complete <clears throat> opposite side of town that one of them decided was beneficial enough to stay the other thing that i didn't see people bring up in this is um it's mostly going to affect population centers well guess what if you look at most maps and you see where the black people live in any state it's the population centers it's one of the few places where you can feel like materially safe and where there's employment and resources right in your Uh, larger cities right right. and so you don't have uh you know and then of course anyone that lives in those spaces is going to be more likely to get it Mm -hmm. you know so then you compound that with 
lower access to health care lower um believability when getting health care mm-hmm. uh when people come to your pain and stuff and they're like oh just go home and sleep it off you'll be fine you know that kind of shit um you know you got to deal with that so um he he uh, <laughs> it's so crazy because uh yamamiche uh alcindor is like um this uh the is a white house correspondent uh from pbs and she's really been blowing up on twitter lately because she just be up in the press conferences grilling trump and uh she had brought up that despite talking about these statistics for the last few days and experts warning about the potential for exactly this scenario for weeks the administration still has no plan for addressing the disproportionate impact the virus has had on the black community in fact adams appeared to make an appeal to black folks to step up according to alcindor u.s surgeon general jerome adams says black latino and other people of color should avoid alcohol tobacco and drugs we need you to step up he says alcindor reported on twitter noting that some will find adams language offensive she also noticed that he had previously stressed that behavior was not the reason why more blacks are dying from COVID-19. It's unclear whether Adams got his signals crossed or went off script or simply lost his damn mind. Yeah, I mean, I could see if you were just saying we're asking everybody in general to do it because, you, you know, or mm-hmm. something like that. But you specifically said black people. Well, he was probably people. asked about black people dying at a higher rate. Okay. And with anything like this, they immediately go to pathology they never go to racism they never go to systemic oppression they always go to pathology with black people it's a, it's the way of clearing clearing your hands clearing your conscience it's not us it's the blacks they're just not acting right um yeah tells black people latinos and other people of color to avoid alcohol and drugs and adds do it for your abuela do it for your granddaddy and do it for your mama do it for your pop pop <clears throat> do it for your cousin june bug uh the comments are surprising for a number of reasons including the fact that adams was striking a very different tone earlier this week talking to bet earlier this week adams acknowledged that the health issues that have made black people so vulnerable to COVID 19 are systemic he told the channel we're addressing the social inequities that have occurred and that can cause poor health in our society among the reasons he noted less ability to social distance because of the work they do in the neighborhoods they live in as well as higher rates of chronic disease like asthma diabetes and lung disease that can make COVID 19 more severe recently reporting recent reports uh shows that native american communities have also been hit hard by the disease and in new york city the epicenter of the coronavirus outbreak in the u.s the latinx re- residents face the highest coronavirus death rates it should be noted that this number likely includes a substantial number of black people since the city is home to so many afro latinx systemic problems require a suite of solutions both large and small scale experts who spoke to the root in march suggested dedicated coronavirus hotlines direct outreach and care sent to neighborhoods that are considered medical deserts and reducing air pollution in the communities that already face high cancer and asthma rates air pollution has been shown to make covid19 much more deadly the trump administration has continued to relax those industry pollution guidelines during the pandemic because they don't care so yep but uh they sent him out to this is his uh colin powell with the yellow powder moment i guess uh karen zero to a hundred oh for him mm. i'm gonna give it 25 mm, 25 wow okay i give it jacaris you're the surgeon general of the united states you're a black man um and you had the nerve to go in there and be like if you stop drinking and drugging 
while black people are fucking dying from this at a high rate and we know that it's not just um one even if that shit was true that's not what's gonna stop this pandemic right fucking now so like what you think somebody had a drink that night and that's why the fuck they died from it instead of some other person you know it's such bullshit um and then of course it when other people were dying it was none of their faults when white people were dying it wasn't their fault when it was underlying conditions it still wasn't anyone's fault that they had an underlying condition it was when black people started fucking dying that all of a sudden the, it became your fault you had an underlying condition like you know it's this it's the republican mantra of well you got cancer and died well, it's because you deserved it sickness is uh more about you it's about your work ethic and shit like that and I, I i can't stand it and seeing a black man reiterate that shit sitting up there in the surgeon general uh jacket to addressing the nation uh is disgraceful and shameful um and he should be ashamed of himself um and there's no apology that he's gonna be able to make that will make me ever forget this moment I, th- I think i'm gonna raise it uh because i thought about it i was like you know what i th- and i guess i gave it 25 because i was like the fuck he worked for trump he's probably incompetent but still fauci worked for trump technically you know all these people work in the government and trump is at the head of it you don't have to be a fucking coon for that no you don't like you could just as easily have said like that's the thing man Th- like this dude went on a limb to make sure that no one blamed trump when it, when he is responsible okay okay right, like that was right. a month ago but when black people start dying it's our fault you know that that shit don't sit right with me man yeah and and, and just for the fact that uh the more, more i think about it you're the surgeon general which means you're you should be concerned about everybody's health safety i'm sa- you know everybody being safe and when you make this these things these ought to go across the board and when you talk to white people you say grandma you say uh, you like you call people out i understand the quote-unquote code switch but that's not the time to do that you're doing a press conference like 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 your job is a is the press conference to address america as a as as a whole it's not like you're you're in a, a different type of a setting um and so yeah for the fact that you are blaming black people and their underlying conditions and things like that as their fault that they're catching it at a high rate not really addressing the other things and you have an incompetent president that really doesn't care and not doing his job um so yeah i'm i'm actually going to uh actually actually i'm gonna make it a hundred just for the simple fact that the only reason why you quote unquote talk that slang is because you black and you thought you could quote unquote reach and talk to us yeah and like like i said when other people were dying it was fine when black and brown people got to die it was a now it's a work ethic thing now it's a laziness thing now it's a vice it's drug use and it's, it's everything but it's crazy it's crazy dude we had none of these discussions of when it was italy when it was fucking like everybody was fine it was just a pandemic like some of these places don't have black people and all these motherfuckers are dying you know like that's like and we leapfrog them like we leapfrog them and you just gonna skip over the fact that we had a three or four month head start on how to prepare for this and the motherfucking in the white house was like yeah i'm good i'll they on their own it'll go away it'll be like it was never here and shit like it's the flu like that man is responsible for these deaths yes he is and you and you have the fucking nerve to be like yeah it's about the black people not living right get the fuck out of here 
you know it's a and it would be a different discussion if it was in-house to a certain extent but it's not in-house right right you know i'm not even saying it's completely excusable in-house but we're not even so you don't even have that excuse because we're not in-house you know all right last one <laughs> matter of fact let's let's pause here and go to the next session because we're gonna get cut off okay. uh white women say calling them karen is a slur <laughs> is it a slur to call white women karen if you ask some white women on twitter the answer is yes the hashtag karen became a twitter trending topic on sunday opening up an online debate on racism and white privilege the origin of the topic attempted to stem from a, uh, appeared to stem from a tweet from journalist julie bindle who wrote does anyone else think the karen slur is woman hating and based on class prejudice white people don't know what oppression feels like so they have to they make it up they don't know what racism is so you know like they had to find a way also this is also a great example of um twitter and why you have to be careful on twitter because there is so much power in making every issue a mountain right and people will like something as innocuous as calling white women karen as a joke becomes like is this not a classist and uh misogynistic approach to criminal justice i mean if we're gonna talk about intersection <laughs> feminism let's talk about the intersection of whiteness okay right because it gotta be about them white women black women have massage noir but what about white women okay what about massage the beige mm? ah! are we not gonna speak on this anymore <laughs> like what like just like you can't you don't have to have everything karen okay <laughs> some shit is just for other people it's, it's okay um the sunday morning tweet led to over a hundred thousand karen tweet responses Ooh, ratio with twitter users mostly falling along racial lines and debating the topic oh so she had white people that had her back but uh bendel wasn't alone in her thing evidenced by countless white women on twitter who endorsed her tweet yes it's sexes classes and ages in that order ages because they got to be a victim so wait but what what age is a karen like it's not like only old white women can be a karen you can be a young white karen okay i I don't know i've been karen all my life so i've been the karen for 41 years if i see a white child ask to speak to a manager i immediately say that's a karen it doesn't matter what if there's the manager of chuck e cheese yeah i mean we do we do generic names karen becky becky's another one karen has become the new one though apparently so i did a joke online if i if i say my name to myself am i calling myself a racial slur hmm i guess so well my best friend is a karen so i can't be a karenist uh black twitter however couldn't disagree oh, so, more. I, so i can walk up to people like what's up my karen mm-hmm. uh well you can say it i wouldn't say it black twitter How my however, karen's doing out there however uh black twitter couldn't disagree more black women in particular took the karen advocates to task suggesting that they are the victims of a term that came out of several news stories of white women calling the police on black people doing normal and legal things karen was a term created specifically by black women to talk about white women's interpersonal and state violence against us in our community calling the police on us for getting coffee threatening to have us fired talking down us at work where we're now essential tweeted alicia sanchez here's the thing 
because i know y'all listening like yes exactly y'all clapping i'm not really with alicia either though like why everything gotta be so serious karen is funny that's the whole point it's this funny. one is, this one was not a like social like justice movement that started mm-hmm. it was just jokes ha, jokes ha. that caught on yes like sometimes and i've been taking it it's been funny to me like one of the things that bothers me uh about twitter in general is like something racist happens and then it's like black people and all these different accounts on twitter take it upon themselves to have to do all this labor this work explaining the fucking obvious to everybody you know it's like the dude with the like you listen to the podcast just now today right we did the nascar driver and mm-hmm. we laughed at it because it's obviously racist and ridiculous and yes. we, there's nothing else to say then you had uh the surgeon general which we laughed at in addition to being like yo it's fucked up but also like what the fuck is wrong with this nigga and then with this karen story like do i really need to break down the microaggressions of white women in the workplace in order to get to explain why karen is just fucking funny and it's not gonna go away Mm-mm. you know i don't know man like sometimes it's just like i don't know it's like so much work is being put into being like let me explain to you white lady okay first of all uh that it was specifically created by black women to talk about white women interpersonally like Mm -hmm. come on because everybody has got to be the center they got to be the center and you actually got to be the center too and was it really created for that academic purpose or was somebody just like it would be funny to call this bitch a karen and we was like that is funny the end yeah who not trying to find out who gives a fuck what what a real name is yeah it wasn't like a book was written that day it was like a what happened to no, us just no having jokes written you know oh no you can't have jokes jokes oh man uh yeah white women calling something a slur because it hurt their feelings while simultaneously at and systematically oppressing knowing and unknowingly people of color around them daily and weaponizing their privileges pete karen karen i guess i don't know i feel like y'all took the fun out of it right because i was like the jokes just went away yeah i think everybody was trying to dunk and they got too academic on the dunks they we really should have just left it at well with that haircut you definitely a karen that's that's (laughs) conveys the same thing much more funnier let's retweet it we don't need to go to medium.com to hash this one out and i feel like we dropped the ball on this one this black guy i've been on it for a long time i told y'all hashtag not all karens my understanding is that the karen slash sally slash linda thing was started by black women as a way to address racialized dynamics in the workplace where the karen is the racist manager of the middle class customer with nothing better to do than belittle people on minimum wage tweeted sister outrider oh that oh this is no this is deep no i just i just use it as a generic i don't know that white woman so her name is karen or becky or jessica or whatever generic they really be adding to the like mythos because now i'm like maybe it is a slur before i was like it's not a slur now they're like no we created it to slur you okay so you will accept this okay <laughs> like like <laughs> you better take this and be offended when i use it i mean becky with the good hair was this is this also an attack on the white woman and uh that oh, created somebody by, thought it was remember yeah created by beyonce to highlight the class and racial dynamics of white women also interloping on black love between two african-american in a cis heteronormative relationship now see that's what becky means i'm like oh becky is short for rebecca and we like to call white women becky because it's funny 
or that uh so yeah then it turned into everybody dunking on each other Uh, i was here for the jokes i was here for all the karen jokes someone said then she replied it is certainly used by enough white men for it to be morphed into a misogynistic slur also these names those names are classically working class and i do object to the classism within this working narrative class what the ageism too is a is a mis- massive problem i think countering racism with ageism is not great how how did we get here oh y'all making shit up this is a perfect clusterfuck of motherfuckers that be on the internet stuck in the house arguing all day oh damn that's what this became that statement makes no zero sense i really played i was gonna read the story to have jokes and these niggas have ruined all the jokes they ruined no, their yeah. own karen joke yes they did he ruined the joke they ruined the joke everyone now is trying to get to the top of the victim pyramid to shit on everyone else so y'all gonna make me change my mind i i, I stand with the karens now right jesus uh and then of course there was some down white women that was like i don't agree right guys and it was like come to the cookout white karen you know my favorite is when white people duck on themselves to be like see i'm so cool fuck karen's <laughs> my name is karen and i hate white people too I'm like all right white karen i see you yeah they got to go hard they're like look i got to let y'all know i'm not the problem man you can't tell who's racist you know as a white person from their name no you can't i always say that like when you look at a white woman you don't know if she's racist or not Mm-mm. you know uh they're not from her name you know there's only one way to tell you have to have sex with them and if they say cock they racist <laughs> everybody knows that everybody knows that rule guys and not, and not that deep everybody knows that's how you find out i'm not willing to find out to be honest but well, that's how you, you find got, out you never know for some of them huh well I'm, i mean you can know for some of them you can see it in you know black.com in, in okay but well, that's how you find out they say give me that cock it's like oh you voted republican no sure. anyway zero to hundred karen <laughs> i give it a zero um i say you know what i gotta give it a 25 i wasn't fucked with at first i thought it was gonna be jokes but when the black academics came in and made it super serious and then the white woman tried to go back and forth with the black academics who were obviously smarter than her it just it just all became a clusterfuck of i'm the real victim here let me tell you how first of all it's ages your name isn't even karen karen (laughs) jesus calm down what happened to letting some shit slide come on and i always you know what i always think about shit like this is like they must be unbearable to their friends who aren't white women it must be unbearable to be their friends i'm a black man you know i have a lot of friends that are black women occasionally they gonna talk shit about black men and i have to be like yeah valid you know like like i can't like carry the calls all the time and be like now see sister now see sister now now see you got some now some of us is like i don't have time like it it just fucks up the whole conversation i couldn't be cool with a white woman that if i said uh you know i was this woman was in uh whole foods the other day and she had 13 items in the 10 items less line and when they asked her to pull out she said can i speak to a manager you know real karen and then she goes "Uh, excuse me what'd you say i said she was you know acting like a real karen sir we you can't rod you can't say that okay that is our word like 
okay oh, you're, yeah, i can say that you're fucking unbearable i don't want to be around you and don't be my friend <laughs> like what no the no fuck? no no i i'm not your karen uh, who are you talking to right so mm-mm-mm. she definitely likes she says cock though i'm just saying <laughs> just saying i'm not saying she's racist or karen but she gets she looks like the type uh police chief orders probe in handcuffing a black miami doctor on the front lines of coronavirus fight what yeah a black doctor was trying to help homeless people by giving them coronavirus tests okay and he was on the streets uh you know with his supplies and vans load uh his, his van he was loading up supplies he had a mask on and the police came up to him um and said uh he was not wearing oh oh i think he had his mask like down here or something if i remember the video correctly maybe he didn't have it on but they said he didn't have his mask on and the police sergeant got all up in his face this had occurred on friday just three days after miami Dade police chief jorge colina announced that at least six officers had tested positive for coronavirus and another 125 had been quarantined pending test results and so they got time apparently like y'all all sitting in the house when do you have there's seven officers left and you still had to you found the time to be like <laughs> there's a nigger don't you yeah it's like when you want to avoid people and stay away from people unless it was like somebody getting to stabbing or some shit like that but like nah y'all got it um yeah um the incident occurred on friday just three days after that so in a video statement kalina pleaded with the public to help protect his officers saying please stay inside adhere to social distancing wear a mask or a cloth face covering and be responsible we're here for you uh please do your part for us henderson 34 said obviously the sergeant who handcuffed him didn't get the message he put me at risk now i feel like i should get tested honestly right most likely i will because he definitely was spitting in my face i could feel it while he was yelling at me henderson alleges the sergeant detained him because he's black kalina said he has ordered an investigation into the incident police did not release the sergeant's name but video footage of the encounter taken by a security camera outside of henderson's home shows the sergeant did not seem concerned about social distancing and appeared to get face to face with henderson while pointing his finger at the doctor's face let me start by saying the city of miami police does not condone blah 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 okay um we have a litany of complaints pertaining to illegal dumping the commissioner from that area has received many complaints also the the chief is like they suspected him of illegal dumping stuff in that in the middle of that yard or something keep in mind it's his home i don't believe you he's in front of his own home by the way oh he was at the house yes his home what am i legally dumping then so even if yard so even if he would have been dumping shit in his front yard it's his yard so what are we talking about um yeah now oh i knew it that's what it was okay so remember i started this and they said i knew i saw this video it said he didn't wear a mask yeah so the video shows the doctor wearing a mask and loading supplies to a white cargo van and placing bulky trash on the sidewalk when the sergeant pulls up and appears to begin questioning him he just said are you littering over here do you live here do you work here i was like yes i live here this is where we put our bulky trash and the city comes to pick it up every week at the same place he said the incident occurred around 11 30 a.m a half hour before he was to meet the homeless outreach group he works with to distribute supplies in downtown miami so you know making him fucking late 
we've been out there once or twice a week for the last four weeks handing out tents toiletries masks and socks we've been testing individuals for covid19 because it's the most vulnerable population if you want to control the spread you have to go right to the source to take care of those individuals first henderson said right he said that he uh that when he began to walk away from the sergeant they kind of quickly escalated i'm like okay thank you officer and then i turned around to get back to what i was doing henderson said i guess he must have thought that i had disrespected him or something like that he jumped out of the car and started yelling you call me sergeant when i'm talking to you and blah 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 you know what give me your id henderson said that when he told the sergeant he didn't have his identification on him the sergeant pulled out his handcuffs placed them on henderson and walked to the door of the front of his squad car henderson said he yelled out to his wife who was inside the home with their two young children to come out with his id when henderson's wife showed the id to the sergeant the sergeant removed the handcuffs and released henderson he didn't apologize he just got in the car and drove away he said he didn't get the opportunity to tell the sergeant that he's a doctor my hospital well you know what man it it wouldn't have mattered Mm-mm. piece of shit like that bro it, it that might have made him matter a black doctor now i'm extra mad the my hospital is come becoming fuller and fuller more and more people are coming in for covid19 i take care of the bulk of those patients just because i work at night the majority of the patients that i'm seeing right now covid19 henderson told abc news it's ironic because the police department released a whole video this morning saying we thank the first responders but even if i wasn't a doctor why do you feel the need to stop me during a pandemic right. don't you have other things to do exactly zero to a hundred i give this a motherfucking jacaris because he could have went on by his goddamn business mm-hmm. yeah that's jacaris for me as well get the fuck out of here right in my own motherfucking house dog like so many unnecessary steps like so I, many because the thing is you put yourself at risk because and, <laughs> i could give it to you and then you know that the big thing was the perceived disrespect of him turning his back on him and being like well that's all officer then let me get back to what i'm doing and he's like motherfucker no no you're not gonna get out he got out of his car again and like this nigger's gonna respect me oh my god you're gonna respect me how was he supposed to know you were a sergeant dog you in the fucking squad car right right uh this is that just another day being black in america trying to help people and i hope you lose your job and it's also one of the things too where i could see why a lot of black people are like i want to wear a mask but then i don't want to wear a mask because Mm. i wear a mask all of a sudden you can't see my face it's a motherfucking problem yeah they originally said they didn't have the audio but i i found the audio um we didn't even do nothing you think you you look so tough now, little nigga. <laughs> hate you, black bastards. You stink. Hate your black skin. Hate your black pants. I hate black pepper. I hate black keys on the piano. I hate my gums because they black. I hate Whoopi Goldberg's lips. Hate the back of Forrest Whitaker's neck. <laughs> most of all, I hate that black ass Wesley Snipes. Move it! Um, alright, let's get into some guest the race, guys. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. Now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time 
that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we really play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to play guess the race and of course everyone playing is a stone cold racist all right see what these races are up to today uh hillsborough sheriff's deputy uh said on thursday they received an interesting tip a person in new jersey they learned had sent money via fedex to a man in tampa believing it would help get a virus off their computer the person in new jersey eventually figured out it was a scam and reported it hillsborough sheriff detectives detectives intercepted the package at the fedex distribution center in tampa the package was addressed to dontavius oakley 35 oh shit not dontavius who was using the address of roadway in motel in tampa detectives also uh found several other packages addressed to oakley at the distribution center they were shipped by people in california massachusetts mississippi missouri ohio oregon and texas some also had been shipped with local addresses oh shit detectives went undercover to deliver some of the package to the roadway inn where they watched uh which they watched under surveillance detectives saw oakley and another man carlton thomas 50 carl thomas was involved in this what uh uh drive away <laughs> drive away from the from the motel deputies um pulled them over and arrested them Mm-mm-mm um the texas said the packages they seized had a total of eighty one thousand dollars in them god damn that's a lot of money right they were scamming a lot of people mm-hmm. people are never gonna hear from them again people fell for that you never fall for that it just means you got a virus on your computer you just gotta find it and delete it off or, or, or take it or take it to some webbody that can fix it well nah you get this specific virus from being a porn website so i can see why people would be embarrassed oh, okay they do the like i got your yeah i got your uh <laughs> you know send your money i got your information you've been over here looking at porn and you want everybody to know and i guess it's some dummies that fall for that but like yes they're gonna have to know they want to get this shit off my computer if i don't know how to get it off i never thought i just thought people i just thought it was some bullshit that nobody fell for because i mean i don't know tell the world i watched some porn it's fine this nigga watching hentai y'all you got me oh uh (laughs) sheriff officials are working along with the other 2.5 million people that clicked on it yes sheriff's officials are working to identify other potential victims and are asking anyone contacted by them carlton or oakley who also use the name don pazius uh to, to contact detectives yeah you're gonna have a hard time finding them people uh sir were you looking at uh the cleveland show uh pornography that was having sex Mm-mm, no that was not me not, not at all i don't even do that type of stuff so you just keep the money sir the money orders directly from you it has your name on it couldn't have been i don't know who would have sent money to for pornography i don't know who would ever to be off of a pornography uh blackmail scheme i mean no no it couldn't be me okay i did not watch uh where the boys are it's volume 17 that wasn't me uh oakley was arrested on charges of organized fraud and grand theft Char- thomas is charged with driving with a counterfeit license and also was charged with a warrant out of new jersey these suspects were taking advantage of one of our most vulnerable populations i want to remind everyone t- vulnerable populations the elderly 
was it oh oh you know what it probably was older people that will fall for this mm-hmm, right because if you grew up in the age of the internet you'd be like man fuck you right <laughs> that was a, it, had, it sound like an old people scam because anybody that has literally been on the internet for any amount of time would be like the fuck is this right. no i'll just take it to best buy or whatever or right. go get my tech dude and have them take this virus off true that's a good point you probably like older people would be the ones to send the money mm-hmm. oh we caught you watching inner city black cheerleaders auditions number 14 yeah, feeling shamed and not wanting yeah. your kid not, not wanting to take the computer to your kids and be like uh this got a virus if i send you the money you'll take it off that's right pop pop give us the money mm-hmm. all right karen guess the race of these two buffoons they both black all right let's check the chat room and uh see what they believe you know i bet uh carl thomas which he never met um very, very emotional now uh <laughs> Davis. we are come on uh all right get, giving up drugs and drinking and doing it for big mama west coast productions black black hotel motel scamming in dontavious three different ways to spell it black 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 i wish i wish i wish they wasn't black uh sitting the sitting shit this is a free space in the bingo card black 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 folks bought damn coons black nigga named dontavious so emotional black game of thrones is over so i will say dontavious is black fuck you graded black two first names black black work orange <laughs> name a white person named dontavious it's just a way to get his reparations black blackmailing old ass men darkies they call eight one eight hundred college and got a degree of computer fiction <laughs> <laughs> oh no i realized i was just sitting around doing nothing uh black royalty the correct answer is and looks like everyone uh got it and it's uh black um i gotta wait for spotify to get back to that page so i can play the sound effect Mm-mm-mm. i have blackmailing the elderly with that bullshit Mm-mm-mm to get a virus off your computer <laughs> they're literally ransomware it only works on people that don't understand how to use a computer right or the internet or how it works right Mm-mm-mm. uh so that's him that's dontavious Woo! yeah Ooh, his headline is like five inches too far back ain't it and this before quarantine and uh this is his partner looking like bunny Co- bunny coven um oh, they, carlton thomas oh they did that that fell on hard times i guess he's just a bad boy all right let's go to uh the next one um uh, let's see what we got here my choices pick from uh gonna be hard to top dontavious and uh <laughs> carl thomas come on um a woman who stole $300,000 from Mansfield Little League team gets eight years in prison. Wow. A volunteer who stole nearly $300,000 from a Mansfield Little League team was sentenced to eight years of prison after pleading guilty to theft of property. Jennifer Sue Whitveen, 52, of Arlington, 
became the treasurer for the mansfield youth baseball association when her child was playing there she was convinced convicted of making cash withdrawals and writing fraudulent checks for personal use between 2012 and 2018 the thefts added up to two hundred and ninety five thousand dollars how much money does little league bring in apparently they balling when confronted she claims she used the money to pay for family medical bills prosecutor said but an analysis shows she spent about twenty two thousand dollars on amazon purchases and another fifty thousand at restaurants oh she was balling well, to that delivery that was like well goddamn, what do we got 55 boxes of amazon shit was it roof chris every night got every night she was burdensing it up fifty thousand dollars at restaurants she was like roof chris let's go every dollar she took could have had a real impact on children in our community said assistant tarrant county district attorney john New- johnny newburn who prosecuted her that's something that cannot be repaid with even uh or with even uh with even pleaded guilty to threat to theft of property between 150,000 and 300,000 dollars which is normally a second degree felony her charge was upgraded to first degree because the victim was a non-profit she was ordered to pay restitution what's she gonna get the money from you had to start up a basketball league karen guess the race of jennifer with evine white karen is going with white all right let's check the chat room see what you guys will leave um karen with the hard er <laughs> i didn't know i couldn't do that white and a legal league of her own <laughs> karen oh. white collar crime stealing ass karen white a karen white big balling off that little league karen she white that's a karen white money for <laughs> medical bills white excuses white women oh, white niggas don't play baseball especially at the little league with three hundred thousand dollars to steal white girl a nigga little a nigga little league team would wouldn't have had three hundred dollars let alone three hundred thousand white the bitch carol baskin white <laughs> white outs just a white white the correct answer is everyone got it white yeah she looked like a karen too i can't even lie she even got the cut y'all she's like i like to speak to a little league manager about <laughs> the payments that i would like to it's take slowly moving okay yeah um like she took that money oh yes yeah, she demanded the manager didn't spend none on makeup or salon but she mm-hmm. took the money okay oh she oh she get that shit done the super cuts mm-hmm. but then she'd be at roof chris every night balling mm-hmm. balling on those karens many hannas on me all on me what money was she cutting from the little league though i don't know she was balling at the texas roadhouse ain't no orange ain't no texas roadhouse not expensive what texas roadhouse not no fancy eats no the way she looked she was going oh. to texas roadhouse you know what karen that's valid you would know as a karen come on <laughs> I, I know my people you <laughs> she would get two steaks instead of one i see what you're saying come on all right let's go to the bonus round <laughs> double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and a bonus round to guess the race so far karen is two and two two for two Woo-hoo! let's see how she does in the bonus round y'all you know it's interesting too because 
she was doing well for a while but it sounds like at some point she really struck out Uh, I think she was really out far in left field with this one uh all right boyfriend 19 accidentally shoots his girlfriend in the leg at a steakhouse i wonder if this is a texas roadhouse i don't know about said was they in there with the other lady could be sizzler you never know maybe we can learn hey. something racially from the steakhouse i don't know they might have been at the outback getting to getting getting two blooming onions <laughs> uh, <laughs> a man's been arrested in charge after police said he accidentally shot his girlfriend in the steakhouse with a stolen gun oh it was stolen too uh anthony cicerelli uh 19 was arrested following the incident on thursday at the texas de brazil restaurant uh, in cheek tower new york on the outskirts of buffalo police say that cicerelli was uh of nearby tanawanda uh reached into his front pocket of his pants as he received the bill and accidentally fired the gun the bullet hit his girlfriend in the upper right leg and the couple rushed out of the restaurant to get medical attention oh man well if you don't want to pay for the damn check i mean just say that you know i understand 200 dollars days but this is something else this is ridiculous police say cizzarelli was attempting to drive his girlfriend to the hospital when she made him pull over and call 911 oh he was trying to still keep it <laughs> just be cool just be cool we almost there uh no call an ambulance I, and police i don't want to die in your bleeding. car right okay i don't want to this gut full of a1 sauce is not gonna Mm -hmm. be enough to make me not tell the cops i've had a twice baked potato that's that's not sufficient enough sir the cops responded they put a tourniquet on the girl's leg while waiting for an ambulance she was rushed to ecmc hospital with non-life-threatening injuries they expected to survive police say the gun was stolen in niagara falls and was not registered to cicerelli texas de brazil is a brazilian steakhouse chain that is known for its all-you-can-eat pricing oh like that chemas mm-hmm. um yeah like chemas right. yeah mm-hmm. i mean hey they say shoot your shot but i don't think that's what they mean <laughs> no me either on uh, friday uh morning cicerelli was arraigned on charges of first degree reckless endangerment and criminal possession of a weapon and criminal possession of stolen property da- charge right he could have shot anybody he just happened to shoot her but he could have shot anybody in that place yeah this is taking that plastic birds to the next level right at least he shot himself mm-hmm oh online jail records show that he was free on a five thousand dollar bond as of sunday morning cicerelli could not immediately be reached for comment and it was unclear whether he had an attorney to speak on his behalf he is scheduled to return to court march 11th for a felony hearing all right guys guess the race italian a white okay that's a spicy white let's check the chat room Mm -hmm. and see what they mean what they believe sounds about white his cousin Vinny is his attorney i'm driving over here white uh he only ate pasta and meatballs uh, white uh, 
uh say hello to my little friend italian italian arthur fonzarelli but no happy days italian amario and luigi white a white do we have to white white italian white italian stallion white penalty of fish date cheap ass cracker mayo she had enough of his little pistol john gotta get arrested white uh italians white and say hello to my little friend i believe is columbia one scarface from columbia anyway the correct answer is white i think everybody went white on that one karen you went three for three buddy can you believe it i can believe it i have faith in you every time yay um but yeah he looks kind of like like he has his haircut like he not the kind of dude that need to be having a gun like like he just missed his era with the grunge bands and shit showing it's slowly moving oh, okay but yeah texas de brazil I'm, I, now what happens to the rest of the people in there when a gun goes off do you just sit there and finish your meal right because it's gonna be loud as fuck that's where we are in america y'all gun goes off and everybody's just like this is delicious steak you know i listen i haven't had all i can eat oh oh does she go bleeding from the leg leaving did they pay the bill like because he was going to pay for the bill so do you shoot her and then you're like hold on baby just hold on i gotta settle up okay you know i always tip uh still didn't show up yes at least 30 percent. and oh my gosh him in that blue shirt yeah and his hair man what's going on with his hair Mm-mm-mm. somebody got shot at the steakhouse i guess they must have had beef <laughs> <laughs> uh all right hey, let's uh let's wrap this up with sore ratchetness i'm surprised he didn't stab her to be on brand <laughs> what you mean by that steak steak knife oh okay i see what you're saying i see what you're saying my bad didn't pick it up oh no problem i was glad they pulled the car over because they could have been t-boned all right um see he could have shot he could have shot it in a rib or the eye <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> all right samurai sword seized by police from thugs roaming the streets oh thugs when do you stop running the streets it's thugs enough. thugs just 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 call them karens <laughs> i can't help myself y'all 
this is samurai sword this is a samurai sword discovered by police on patrol after hearing reports men were walking the streets with weapons officers were called to dina selane and hoyton yesterday afternoon following concerns about armed thugs in the vicinity they arrested two men ages 20 and 32 and a machete was found a vehicle has been seized photographs show two police cars boxing in a dark colored car with one of the officers wearing a face mask during the arrest later a samurai sword was found around nearby nearby jubilee park uh a merseyside police spokesman said we will continue to disrupt and deter those individuals in serious violent crime the action was part of the forces operation target a long-running blitz of serious and violent crime in the community um the operation also focuses on serious assaults armed robberies murder investigations along with the violence in nighttime economy areas county lines and drug use the force received a 4.2 pound 4.2 million pound from home office wait they received 4.2 million pounds from the home office's 100 million pound serious violence fund to boost high visibility patrols using handheld metal detectors huh no i'm just listening to you and metal detecting gloves and increasing disruption activity including stop searches roadside checks and open land searches so it's not like stop and frisk almost police in nosley have been busy in recent days and were in the action against again last night close to the border with self sefton when an 18 year old man was apprehended by one of the trade dogs the dog's name was chico the teenager was stopped Chico. following reports of a motorbike being ridden dangerously around Aintree Lane. The bike was seized. Man, they kidding everybody. Everybody. Well, I guess if you don't have a lot of guns over there, I guess, you know, their stopping frisk is going to turn up a lot more swords. Mm-hmm. But you know what, guys? Whatever it takes to get swords off the street, I'm with. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Call me Mayor Bloomberg. <laughs> but also, I don't think any black people over there. All right, y'all. Until next time, I love you. I love you, too. Mwah. Mwah.